You're listening to Zeigler Group's Legal Zeitgeist podcast, the funds law podcast series that helps asset management firms reevaluate and revolutionize their current approach to investment funds law with the latest technology, legal and regulatory compliance insights, and best practices. Hi, I'm Max Harper, and I'm the Chief Delivery Officer at Zeidler Group. I'm joined by my new colleague, Valentin, who has joined Zeidler Group, and together with him, we've opened our French office in Paris. Today, we'll be discussing a little bit about Valentin, uh, how he's going to support Zeidler, and what we're planning with our new office in Paris. Hi, Valentin. How are you today? Hi, Max. Good afternoon. I'm very well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a, it's a great pleasure to be here. Great. As I said, you recently joined Zyla Group. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your background so that our listeners know where you come from? Well, I, I have been in the asset management industry for, for about 15 years or so, including about 12 years, actually, as part of the Nomura Group, the big Japanese financial services firm. So I spent my career across three countries. So I started off my career in Luxembourg, actually, working in the regulatory and compliance department for PwC. Really, most of my career so far has been spent within the Nomura Group, firstly in the London office, and then later on, I moved to the Paris office. So I spent about nine years altogether in Paris. And so as part of my career, I've always been very focused on asset management issues, obviously in a legal context specifically. I have been advising several entities of the Nomura Group, which are involved in asset management. So it could be traditional asset management, you know, equities, bonds. But more importantly, actually, over recent years, I was primarily involved in advising the alternative investment management business line of Mura, which has been based in Paris for, for a few years now. And I think the great thing about all these years, that we, you know, what I take away from these years is obviously the all learning curve that you get from working in-house in a big financial group, but also the fact that being part of a, of a bigger group that also provides uh, broker-dealer services, capital market services, et cetera, uh, you know, I got involved in a lot of different topics, really. It was absolutely you know, amazing the, the number of things that I could learn from and the number of business lines that I could get exposed to. You know, so I think it was, it was absolutely a, a great environment to, to work in. That's where I come from. That's really, you know, that's the background. I'm sure we'll, we'll come to um, why I joined Zeidler at some point. And I'm sure you have a few questions for me on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's quite a journey there already. Really long-term experience in the asset management industry. You've seen many different topics. You've worked on many different topics, which is great. So as you already alluded to, what made you decide to leave Nomura and to join the Zeidler Group? Well, as I said, I, you know, I had been um, working in industry for about 15 years, uh, including about 12 years in the same group. What I really wanted to do is to go to the advisory side of things, so more like to private practice, as we say. And you know, it, it's something that I'd been willing to do for a couple of years. I really wanted to do that, but I didn't want to do it at any conditions or at any price, really. I really wanted to do something quite special. And, and Zeidler was the, just a perfect fit for me because I, I really wanted like to join a firm that has a lot of technology driven insights, you know, like uh, innovative views on, on, on everything. Also, a, you know, a firm that you know, has gross potential, obviously. And, and I think it was just fantastic for me to have this opportunity because, as I said, I wouldn't, wouldn't have done it in a more traditional law firm or like in a consultancy firm. 
Zydla is just a, a great fit for me because it combines a lot of different aspects that I really like. And to be honest, I think uh, given the amount of regulatory change and, and challenges for asset managers in, in, in the future, I think investment in technology, investment in you know solution-oriented tools is key. I think it's absolutely crucial. And I can see that Zydler has, has, has developed exactly that. So I really wanted to be part, part of that. The, the other thing as well is that obviously the Paris office is, is a new thing for, for Zeidler. It's, a, it's, a, it's really a new era. It's a, you know, it, it, it's a lot of potential uh, that I think Zeidler can, can get on the French market. So that's another exciting part of, of the project, I think, from my perspective. Yeah, and that, that already brings me to my next question. You're uh, obviously now heading the French office of Zeidler Group. What is the potential there? What is the French market like? Well, the French market for asset management goes back a, quite a long time, actually. It's a big tradition about asset management in France. If you look at the number, of, for example, of regulated asset managers in France, I think it's nearly 700 firms. So it's really very, a very big market for asset management. And a lot of these firms are actually small or, or mid-size. So, you know, like family offices or small, you know, smaller size sort of um, traditional asset managers, et cetera. Again, there's very long-standing tradition about, you know, structuring the, the, the management of assets, management of money altogether. You know, I think it's really an exciting part about, about that project because um, there's very, very strong knowledge in the market, including technical knowledge. Anytime I speak to asset managers in France or the regulator, I'm very surprised how well they know their job, how well they know the environment of asset management, the risk management, for example, there's a very, very big risk management culture in France with excellent um, academia as well, excellent degrees you can do in France for risk management. And, you know, all of that creates a great environment. It's no coincidence that ESMA, for example, would be based in France because, they, again, I think they want to be very close to the knowledge. They want to be very close to the best asset managers and also to the AMF, which, again, I think is regarded as being one of the uh, very good regulators in Europe and probably one of the regulators that has the best knowledge of uh, risk management. Again, for example, you know, I think they've got very, very good technical skills, which is very important, obviously, in a, in a sort of um, context where risk takes a lot of um, prominence. From memory, I think it's about four to 5,000 billion euros that are being managed by French asset managers. So again, it, it is a major market. Um, Definitely and, significant. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. I mean, ESMA is the financial regulator in the European Union that guides all of the asset managers, their opinions and, and, and additional guidance. Definitely a good place to be close to, to such a regulator to maybe profit from it, but also to a certain extent, of course, work with them. Because I, I guess even though we are in a globalized world, some meetings still happen in person and will happen in person again hopefully post-COVID. Do you know anything about the cross-border appetite of the French market? Because there are some markets that are quite domestic, and then there are other markets like Luxembourg and Ireland that are certainly focused on the cross-border side. Yeah, that's a very good question, Max, actually, uh, because traditionally the, the French market is very domestic. So it would be French asset managers managing French funds on behalf of French investors. Uh, so that's that's the tradition. Now, obviously, this model is evolving constantly, especially since the various directives and regulations about asset management have facilitated you know, the cross-border distribution of funds. So it's certainly you know something that is evolving a lot, maybe potentially a little bit more slowly than than it would be in other countries. But certainly there are investors in other countries in, in the European Union in particular that really want to benefit from the knowledge and experience of French managers, you know, French licensed managers. So it's really a model that is shifting towards a more, I wouldn't say global necessary, but certainly pan-European 
mm-hmm. you know, um, management and sales model. So you could see more and more French funds being sold to, uh, you know, European investors outside France. But it's a bit gradual because, you know, there's a big tradition of French asset managers, again, selling to mostly a French-based clientele. I think that's going to evolve and it's going to shift to a, a more pan-European model, which is for the best, I think, because it's good for competition. That means, you know, like uh, asset managers have to sort of get better. They have to get cheaper and to get be- better performance. So the more competitive there is across Europe, in my opinion, the best the delivery will be for final clients, for investors. Yeah, um, de- def- definitely. Yeah. I mean, it broadens the, the horizon for, for investors, for sure. And to profit from French expertise is probably also something that many investors look forward to. Yeah, uh, so that's a, that's a good point. I'm sorry to interrupt here, because as I said, that the model is evolving a little bit, but countries still have their own culture, you know, have their own ways of doing things. And obviously, in the asset management industry in Paris, everyone would be would be speaking fluent English. But still, you know, there are a lot of cultural differences. It's, it's always a bit easier if you could have someone on the ground actually talking to investors and advising potentially also in French mm. uh, on these aspects. It, it sort of makes things a little bit easier. So it's certainly a great asset for Zeidler to have open a, a French office. Yeah. And that's certainly an asset for Zeidler. What value can Zeidler bring to the French market then? Given that it is it is a quite domestic market, opening up slowly, but still a quite domestic market. Any initial ideas? Yes, absolutely. I, I would definitely say the uh, the technology that uh, Zeidler has been bringing in in the way it's advising clients. When you think about the amount of documentation that asset managers have to produce, whether it's uh, kits, for example, or, or due diligence in your distributors or, or you know sub investment managers, or potentially in the future preps kit as well, that potentially is. A, a, an enormous amount of work. So you really need very strong technological tools to mm. be able to, you know, to support your clients on this. You're not going to have someone just sitting there and doing manually, you know, a lot of like hundreds of thousands of kits. So that is, to me, is the greatest assets of Zeidler is really the way it has invested into technology tools, you know, technology-driven solutions for clients, whilst equally at the same time being great at uh, knowing all the latest things about legal developments, regulatory developments, etc. I think in the future you may be a very good lawyer, but if you don't have the, the technology tools, or you know, if you can't support your clients on very high volumes work, then it's not going to lead you anywhere because uh, you know it, it, the risk will be too high that something right, right. gets missed or anything. Whereas I think if you have developed like some very strong tools, you know, alongside your expertise, I think that's the you know that's the perfect combination. That's what we're looking to to to, to pitch to our, to, to our French clients uh, because I think that there's a lot of added value there. You know, if you're paying a an external provider for something, you need to make sure there's a lot of added value, and that's exactly what we're here for. Right, and I, I guess from the French market's perspective, also to start conquering the rest of the world is certainly also something that Zyla will be able to assist with. Final question. Opening the office is obviously great. Plans, obviously, to market Zeidler services. Where do you see Zeidler in France over the next two to three years? Excellent question, Max. <laughs> it's a final tricky question. Well, I think where I see Zeidler in a couple of years is certainly gain confidence first on the market, you know, seen as being an established provider, because that's that's what Zeidler is. It is already an established provider, but it's just maybe doesn't have enough visibility on the French market. In three years' time, uh, Zeidler would have definitely have gotten much more visibility on the French market. It would have been able to to demonstrate that you know it, it is a, a very high added value provider, and that when clients pay for something, they really get very high results. Potentially, also being able to um, 
take part to industry de developments, you know, industry discussions. It's always something we're very interested in. I'm certainly very interested in that as well, to be able to contribute, you know, to uh, industry discussions and forums, etc. I think it's always important to, to talk as a whole, you know, clients, asset managers, um, you know, lawyers, consultants, auditors, etc. That's where I see S3 down the line. And, you know, again, being part of this market and this uh, sort of bigger family altogether. And as I said, bring a lot of added value to to, to this market. And, um, you know, that's obviously clients should come to us because they get a, uh, you know, one-stop shop for a lot of different solutions. Yeah, I firmly believe that uh, that's what we're here for. That sounds terrific. Valentin, thank you very much for joining me to today's episode. Uh, I think it was very valuable speaking about uh, your background, you joining and the plans for Zeidler in France. Thank you very much, Valentin. Thanks so much, Max. You reached the end of another episode of the Legal Zeitgeist podcast. Connect with us at zeidler.group to subscribe. Thank you for listening. The Legal Zeitgeist podcast is provided for information purposes only and does not constitute legal advice. Professional legal advice should be obtained before taking or refraining from any action as a result of the contents of this podcast. All rights reserved.